This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hey, After Buzz fans, we're talking all about Supernatural today, season 12, episode 10. Lily Sunder has some regrets. Let's find out what those regrets are coming at you right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I got a little sound of silence, which is not really silence. You know, in honor of Cass and and Dean's silence. What? The silent treatment. Silence the awkward silence. The silent treatment. I couldn't come up with the word. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's cool. Hey guys, we're here at AfterBuzz. We're we're here actually early, but kind of late. Our new time is going to be 10 p.m. So hopefully that helps all you guys out. It, it gets us happening right after the show airs, so that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Katie and I are happy to be here with y'all. My name is Lindsay Wagner. You can tweet me at Lindsay Wagner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. Sorry. Thanks. Uh, thanks. No one can... I got it. Sorry about that, y'all. Uh, and I'm joined by Katie Campbell. Hi, guys. You can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. And we're going to talk about Supernatural Season 12, Episode 10. Mm-hmm. Lily Sunder has some regrets. Katie, what are your initial thoughts about this week's episode? I liked it. It was kind of a case of the week. However, it had more to do with the overall issues of the season, being Lucifer's baby, you know, with the, with the whole, what are they called? Ne- Nephilims. Nephilims. I yeah, think. and I, I just think that all being the case of the week, it was still deeper because it had to do with the angels and Cass, and, and I, I enjoyed that about it. I I really liked the episode, too. It was jam-packed with information. I took so many pages of notes. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot happening, a lot going on that I wanted to make sure that we had all the details of with old Castiel. And, yeah. Which was super exciting. Yeah, it was fun to just dive into his character and, and some of the past you know things he's been through. Um, the title of the episode is Lily Sunder Has Some Regrets. So what does she regret? Maybe calling Isham in the first place? Calling upon him? I would, I mean, or regret that she didn't kill him sooner. Well, she didn't know how at that point. No, it took her. It took her years of patience. I mean, like Lily Sunder has some revenge. That's she has what some revenge. Yeah, I would have been more. I would. I agree with you. I think that revenge would have maybe been a better uh, title. But she has some. She has some regrets. Maybe it wasn't making it clear that the child was fully human. Mm-hmm. And not half and half, but I mean, I think they knew that. I think it was just. I think this was like a case of a jealous lover, ex or lover of. or boyfriend or whatever he right. was. 
an obsession. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's 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 get in here. They do in the kind of pre-episode bring up Kelly Klein and Lucifer's baby, which was the hint into this Nephilim, and I think that's why they gave us kind of a little bit of a backstory on what can happen with a half-human, half-angel. Right, and it's funny because, like, the whole thing with Amara last season, I was like, oh, this is the biggest they can get. The darkness, it's God's sister, nothing else can be bigger than her or more destructive than her, and now I feel like they created something Mm -hmm. that is more destructive. This Nephilim can destroy worlds, like, bigger than Amara. You know what I mean? They're just, like, topping themselves, and I just don't know how they're doing it. How they can come up with an idea to beat the last one. Oh, well, it's God's sister. Okay, well, now we're going to have Lucifer's baby. Yeah, it's fun. Okay, cool. What happens next? It's like a page turner, guys. I know. Um, Cast breaking the stupid deal made with Billy by Sam and Dean. Um, So... This this deal last week we lost Billy. I actually texted Lisa and was like, "You are amazing. You look beautiful. So bummed to see you go." But what'd she say? We all know that they're not really gone for forever. Right. She said, "Let me find it in my text messages while we talk about the woman playing Rampage, uh, old school game that you used to play on Nintendo or Atari," um, and. Uh, it's it's Benjamin, right? What were you thinking at this point? What, like, what was going on? Well, wasn't Ben? Didn't we see Benjamin in in male form though, or was it always female? I thought for some reason, who was I thinking? Oh, I know who I was thinking of. You guys have all probably seen Wayne's World. <sighs> you know. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Wayne's World? No. Oh, my gosh. Okay. If you guys have seen Wayne's World, um, Wayne and Garth, when they get hired by the video game guy, and Benjamin runs the thing, and that's the same guy that played one of the angels. I know one of you guys are going to help me out in the chat and let me know who I'm thinking of right now. It's the guy from Wayne's World who's called Benjamin Right? His name is... No, Benjamin is played by Rob Lowe. Okay, I just... I I can't right now. I'm sorry. Um, But Lisa did say... uh, She's like, you guys are sweet. I'd love to. She's in Toronto working right now. Um, But she thanked us for her... For for missing her on on After Buzz here. Um, Anyway. Benjamin in this festival. What did I think about Benjamin? I thought it was really great that they had a female character playing her and why they came back to the fact that it was a female and that they became friends and it was like it was welcomed. Yeah. That she, that he took her vessel. I think that's, yeah, she, I think it's really kind of profound. And also sad now too because Benjamin and this woman's vessel are both gone. Yes. Now both are gone. So it's literally like you're, you're losing it. Bartholomew? Was that who it was? Zachariah. It could have been Zachariah. I think that's who I'm thinking of, Zachariah. Who's that actor? You guys, yeah. Anyway, we have never seen Benjamin. So we have a fight with, we find out Lily, and uh, Benjamin tries to call for the angels through a spell, is literally pleading with the angels, and... uh, Well, for them to, like, come in and rescue. And as Cass later explains, Benjamin wouldn't do that unless it was serious. He would never sacrifice somebody... She would never sacrifice somebody else's... He? She? She, He? Would never sacrifice somebody else's life for him... Like, would never try to hurt anyone else. So this was a big deal for him to be calling, and Lily kills him. And also, he doesn't get himself in trouble. He's very careful Mm -hmm. 
you know, he's not going to get into those situations. Mm-hmm. He's, he's smart about it. Yep. But he's, like, playing video games. The bar's closing. It's probably, like, 2 a.m., right, at this point? And it seems like this is a thing that he does yeah, this all the you time. You could get into some sticky situations if you're out at you, 2 a.m. You could, <laughs> and I mean, if you're in the same place at the same time, and someone's trying to track you down, well, they know where to find you. Yeah. So, and they're obviously not aging at all either. So you give a description, and do you think that we never really? They never really said, but we see Cass recognize her face later. Do you think Benjamin in that moment recognized her face? That that was Lily Sunder. Do I think Cass recognized Lily? No, no, Benjamin. Because we saw Cass did. He was like, I know you. I know your face. But Benjamin, like, it didn't seem as To though... recall such a connection. Right. But Cass was also in a different vessel at the time. So, I mean, the fact that she recognized Cass was, I mean... Well, because of her magical... The magical and the vibe, I guess. Enochian powers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. I like that we got a little bit more into that. But it comes with a price. She was doing Enochian magic. I'm losing. I, I didn't know where that whole patch was coming from, but we'll come back to that. So Sam and Dean, Cass can't seem to find Kelly Klein, the mother of Lucifer's baby. And um, Mary is off in Georgia working on a shapeshifter case, um, even though Dean thinks it's a little too soon for her to be going off on her own. Sam's cool with it, though. Sam's cool with she's it. She's got it. Right? I think she's got it under control. So is that what she's going to be doing, you think, for the next couple of episodes? She's just going to be off fighting? I think she's just going to kind of come in and out because, okay. I mean, the storyline doesn't necessarily, at least at this point, revolve around her. It revolves around Sam and Dean and especially finding now Lucifer's baby and taking care of that major problem. Right. Um, but I think they're going to keep popping in the same way that Crowley does and Rowena to help with specific tasks or cases that need more power behind right. it. Um, and uh, Dean's really worried about these cosmic consequences, kind of the same way that we were talking last week where something, something's got to happen. This doesn't just mean, and I know you guys on YouTube, we were kind of all, I, I was reading the comments and you guys are all kind of worried about this, this consequence and what's really going to happen and who is taking over Billy's place. We know death is, is gone. There's got to be some reaper that will step up to the plate, but somebody pointed on out on YouTube. I can't remember who it was, but like they've killed two reapers now, that they've asked for help from. Mm-hmm. I think, like, we always know, like, they get themselves into some trouble, and there's always these consequences, but they always face it, you know, like, okay, well, we gotta do what we gotta do, and then we'll uh, we'll handle that when it gets here, but it's interesting that Dean is just so, like, I don't know, I'm scared, I'm worried about what this means, and I don't know why... Do you think that this time, because Cass has said he'll handle the consequences, do you think it's possible we may lose Cass? Like, he would sacrifice himself? Possibly just because he keeps, you know, alluding to that, maybe. You know, he said somewhere in this episode um, that sometimes you have to sacrifice in order to do something good. I think he was talking to Isham and, um, what was the other one? Mirabelle? Mirabelle. Mirabelle. um, At that point. But sometimes you have to sacrifice. So maybe those are little hints, hints. Very subtle hints that he might need to do that for the boys. I mean, I, and I think he would. Oh, I totally—he totally would. Mm-hmm. He would absolutely. I mean, he looks at them 
as family, as brothers, and we see more of that at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Cass decides to head out towards Benjamin, and Sam and Dean go along. Uh, they're riding in silence. Uh, Dean and Cass are giving each other a silent treatment, and when they speak, they're both being sarcastic and mm-hmm. kind of rude to each other, bickering. Um, and this is where Cass does mention that Benjamin's very, very careful. He would only call if necessary. The vessel was a friend. He wouldn't put her in danger. When they get to this bar, they see the angel wings on the wa- the outline on the wall. Um, and I always like that image. I do too. It's so yeah, just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a stunning. Yeah, it's just a, such a stunning image. Yeah. Uh, so we see that Lily's chanting. Meanwhile, when Cass picks up the blade, it's like she like recognizes that Cass has the blade, and she knows to go back and like get in contact with them. Meanwhile, um, during while she's doing that, you know, later on she talks about how every time she uses a little bit of this Enochian magic, something she loses a piece of her soul. Mm-hmm. So, like that is an example of that right there. Correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So how close is she to losing her soul completely? I mean, it's... Been... I mean, if she's only lost an eye at this point, I I think she's... Yeah, but I think her she's got soul, a lot. that was physical, right? But it affects physically her body, too. Okay. I think it's going to physically affect her. I mean, until... Or maybe... Maybe... The eyes are the window... Okay. <laughs> eyes are the windows to the soul. That's what they say. So, so she's almost completely gone in one eye. So maybe inside. So maybe she's it's torn already fifty percent gone, and by losing the other eye, she'll completely be soulless. But at that point, she doesn't care because she's lost her daughter, which we obviously kind of figure out by the picture that's on her nightstand. Right. Coming, going, dating back to the Victorian era, the eighteen hundred, somewhere in the eighteen hundreds, uh, and uh, so. She leaves her where she's staying. They all leave. And um, Cass goes to speak with Isham. And Isham doesn't like humans, so Cass, so Sam and Dean aren't allowed to go into this cafe. Cass has to go alone. Mirabelle's there. They're on the same vessel from years ago. Obviously, they see that Castiel has a new vessel. Um, uh, and I just feel like when they, when they were talking to Cass, you know, and Isham was just kind of bashing him about yeah. everything and I just thought something's wrong with this guy like right there you I knew mean, it yeah I mean I thought Lily Sunder I thought she was like the villain in this Me episode too. but I just thought something was off with him like that we weren't getting the whole story because he was just so bitter about it and he he's an angel and that's yeah. his brother but I mean we find out he's he's certainly like I don't. There's not all goodness to everything, mm-hmm. even even all the angels. So I think that there we go. Let's turn my phone off. Sorry, guys. Uh, I think there's a little bit. Everyone has their own um, agenda, mm-hmm. and he had a very very different agenda. He he was making it seem like it was different though mm-hmm. it was, but it was i also that... imagine that you take care of your body and mm-hmm. and your health and everything and then you meet up with one of your brothers and they're in a totally different body or they've you know uh 
gained weight or gotten really thin or just, you know, just don't take care of themselves. And you're like, well, we took care of ourselves. You're not doing your part to take care of yourself. You're going through this vessel. You're weak or whatever it is. Well, you're were, hanging out saying, with humans. You're losing right. your, you're losing your edge, your they angel were edge. That he tr- uh, traded them in for a different, different pack. Yeah. So you'd be kind of disappointed if you, if you're friends with the same group of people for hundreds and hundreds of years, and then all of a sudden you got new, new, a new bay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'd be, I'd be a little disappointed, but something, I agree with you. Something was off with him. Mm-hmm. Also, he was using so much sugar. It's the same way that I drink my coffee, but I, I was did, wondering I like what two to three in. I mean, yeah, I use like in my espresso, I, I put think, three sugars in. Yeah. In I didn't espresso. think that was weird. What was weird about that? He just kept opening sugar. I mean, he used like at least four or five. Oh, okay. He was there putting four a or lot. Five? I missed four or five. He I was, it was just, just constantly like each unwrapping of the thing and pouring it in. I mean, he was just it kept going. What was going. the point of that for him? I I, I don't know. I kind of wonder the same thing. Also, when you get a coffee, I'm sure you're getting it from Starbucks or Coffee Bean, and it's a big coffee, right? Yeah. So you're putting he's putting four or five sugars in a cup. Oh, I well I put like two or three in a small cup. Oh, okay. Well, I use a lot of sugar. I don't think there's anything <laughs> wrong with it. I, he just put a lot of sugar in there. Was, he, he just was it going. just like he's not paying attention? He's just going to throw some sugar in because he's just trying to. No, maybe he's trying to. Maybe he's trying to be good and bring some sweetness into his life. Okay. I don't know if anyone knows the reason behind that. Let us let us know. Uh, and uh, Cass said he's not a hero. There are sacrifices. So this is a sacrifice Katie was mentioning earlier, uh, and clearly. Isham and Mirabel are upset with Cass. Sam and Dean end up going in. Uh, and they're, they're having this conversation with Isham, who is doesn't want them to be there, is not happy they're there, kind of gives them a hard time. There's a, like... And he sends Mirabel outside because he's like, you know, there might be others. Yeah, follow, check check and see if there's anyone else there. Meanwhile, Mirabel goes outside and ends up getting killed by Lily who's outside waiting for her. And knew, Sam, I knew it was coming. And Sam and Dean are kind of talking down, or not Sam, but Dean's kind of talking down to Cass. They're going through this, like, issue right now where normally I don't think Dean always talks to Cass like that, isn't so hard on him. Well, Cass but, isn't backing down. He stands by what he did. But that was a great area then for Isham to kind of needle him and say, look at these guys talk to you like this. Like, that's not right. Why do you let these humans do that? Well, why does Cass let Isham talk to him like that, you know? It's his brother. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Sam and Dean are brand new. I mean, not brand new, but they're new. Well, Cass does say, too, you know, he's letting them speak to him like that because he's obviously very affected that Benjamin was killed. Yeah. He's sharing with them because they are they have helped they they work together this is they're a packed yeah pack now um and uh dean asks for some pie which i think is great and um or no no isham says get some pie well dean asks he's like does anyone want any pie and then isham says he has a safe house that they can go to he leaves to go get mirabelle and he like pays a check and he goes get some pie (laughs) yeah and um Cass follows him on behalf of Benjamin, and or, um, Isham sees Mirabelle dead, and he tries to smite Lily, but he can't because she's too powerful. And 
when I Sam wish I went back and like tried to rewatch this part. Okay, I didn't see his face. Like it, it didn't seem like he even knew who she was. Clearly, he does. Oh, he, he does. Did. I think he was just unaffected by it. Okay, I think he doesn't care at this point. He's not so obsessed anymore. It's no. been one hundred and fifteen. He's not obsessed. Sixteen years. He's not obsessed with her anymore. He's just he doesn't care. He knows what he did. He he's unaffected by her completely. Right. Uh and when Sam and Dean come out, she mentions she, she mentions she doesn't want to kill any humans. She's just here. Um, she's just here to finish what she started or what they started. Right. Um, we get to the safe house. Cass tries to heal Ishmael, who doesn't. Ish, Ish, sorry. Ian Ishmael. <sighs> Um, Isham and Isham won't let him and he mentions that before the apocalypse angels rarely came to earth except years ago there was an anomaly mm-hmm. and then this is where we see Isham, Mirabelle and Benjamin with female Castiel. vesseled Castiel who was beautiful by the right. way and um, they mentioned that an angel had taken uh, human wife and created a Nephilim and this was the daughter that was half angel, half human and the father had wings and the Nephilim, the Nephilim will grow into their power. So it's a human soul with angel grace. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's a, just wanted to make sure that I got all that right. Apparently they can be very deadly. Can be very, very deadly. So this is a, this is a flashback to Nephilim to give us an understanding of what's going to potentially happen with this half-human, half-archangel devil's spawn baby, which is going to be, I feel like, ten times worse because it's the devil's spawn. Uh, And Hakamel is the father... And Cass starts to tell him that he's broken the sacred oath and and the penalty is death. Yeah, Cass was very matter of fact mm-hmm. too. Which this is like is, they follow the rules. This is the way it is. Well, that was different than what we see now. Cass now, you know, it's really interesting to see. And this is what Ish, um, what's Isham. his name, Isham, was uh, saying too, and pointing out to Cass. He's saying like the Cass I knew was a warrior. He was a soldier. He was different. Oh yeah, and this is this uh, cast followed, you know, fell in line and and did the, did the right thing by the angels according to this years ago. They do end up killing uh Hakamel and then uh Isham says that he's going to take care of the rest and he goes into the house solo. Uh we know that he kills the daughter, but I thought potentially this is where she has the um patch. I oh. thought perhaps she had blinded she'd been blinded by Isham. I, that's what I was kind of thinking was going to happen. I don't know if you guys thought that, but that's what I kind of thought. Well, fishy clue number two with Isham was the fact that he's like, uh, you know, I, um, what did he say? He said he had mercy on her. He just decided to let her go. He just thought, you know, I'll just, I'll just let her go. Why are you going to let her go? You're like ready to do whatever you have to do. You're going to kill a child because of the possible Nephilim, you know, but why would he let someone go? Something's wrong with that story. I think because he loved her. I think deep down, well, yes, he, yes. But we didn't know that. I'm saying, besides no. the fact that you know he loved her and everything, at this point, it's like, well, why would you just let her go? Back then, yeah. I, 
because he was obsessed and loved her. No, I'm, I know that, but I'm saying, like, he's telling the story to the boys, and he's leaving that part out, because that's a very crucial part. Because he doesn't want to reveal that and let right, them right. know that he had so, done wrong. So why wouldn't the boys be like, why did you let her go? You were clearly ruthless. You know, maybe try to investigate farther. Because maybe he could have just said, "Well, she got away," or he didn't. He didn't finish that part of. Yeah, but he said, "I had like a mercy on her. I just let her go." And and also too, uh, this woman, you're gonna leave her. You just killed her child and her husband. You don't think she's gonna want some sort of vengeance? Yeah, she's gonna maybe come he back for she you. She can't do anything. I'm too strong. Maybe, but. yeah, maybe at the time, at the time, he probably was. It's just like that's a and red flag. She didn't flag. have the power. If he was telling me the story and said I let her go, I had mercy on her. I'm like red flag. That's why? weird. If she really was this bad person that right. did this, then yeah, why would you do that? I, I, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, and they completed the mission, the mercy by letting her live. And she, they said that she's got a demonic pact though that makes her immune from their powers. It keeps her young and strong. And at the end of the day, she's not going to quit. And Sam and Dean say they want to go after her to try to stop her. So they leave, and we see her healing herself, so we know she's got some sort of power, whether it's demonic. At the time, that's what we're led to believe. Um, it's Enochian. It's Enochian. we find out later on. Cass heals Isham, and he's kind of... Isham's making fun of Cass for befriending the humans. They're a danger to us. Sam and Dean end up showing up at Lily's, and they meet, and both agree, but neither one wants to hurt the other party, and... That's when she tells him the story of May, who is a Snephalom, except she wasn't. She said they took everything from her. And they also go back and say, that, did you notice that the doll was from her real dad? Yeah. That it wasn't from um, Hakamel? Yeah, it was from her real dad. Her real dad. Whatever that was. So right there, that's a, that's a hint that this isn't a Nephilim at all. This is a real... Which is a really sad story. Which is really sad that this little girl was murdered. And you know darn well that Isham knew that. Yeah, which brings up, like, why he lied to, you know, his little family of angels. Like, why was he... Because he wasn't supposed to be in love with her either. Or obsessed with her. He's an angel and he's lying. I know. I mean... It's bad. I know. It's bad. Um, and then that brings up more issues, like how many how many other angels are out there lying about things? Oh, gosh. I don't even want to think about that. I want to mm-hmm. believe that the angels are good and there's good in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Hakamel ends up telling her to run, and she mentions that she studied angels and learned how to summon one. And she thought Isham was perfect, and Isham says that they shared secrets with, with her for her studies. And she mentions, she's like, you're obsessed. You're not in love. You're obsessed. You're not obs- yeah, you're not in love. So that's her regret is summoning Isham in the first mm-hmm. place. That's her regret was she should never have summoned him and gotten an angel and fallen into this and then has this power because then it ended up killing her. It ended up making her lose her daughter mm-hmm. and someone she loved because she loved Hakabel. Well, he was protecting her from Isham. He was there protecting oh, her. Oh, absolutely. He, mm-hmm. he came into her life to protect her. Right. Um, and she needed her protect. Um, and he basically, she broke his heart, so he decided to break her heart by killing her, the, by killing the one thing that meant the most to her, which Psychotic. was the baby and 
we find out that the baby was not a Nephilim at all. It was a human baby from another man. We don't know what happened to him, mm-hmm. but uh, was from a previous relationship, fully human. And uh, Dean goes to tell Cass this, and Sam stays with Lily, and we know that um, essentially Isha, um hold on, Isham and Cass, Cass needs to regain his strength. Sam asks Lily why she waited so long, and she said when the angels fell, that was the time. She finally, she'd been patiently waiting, she's waited a hundred plus years, Working yeah, on her. How did she know that that was gonna? I mean, she didn't know. She that didn't was know that happen. was gonna happen. So how long she was just she gonna wait for forever? Just to get. She's continually using that for the opportunity for the opportunity in case it came about. Here's what I wanted to know: Why none of the other angels knew that she was not that May was not a Nephilim? Why didn't they? I think because they trusted Isham. It seems like Isham was the one in charge. But can't you feel some kind of energy off of her if she, in fact, does have grace? They never saw the baby. But, I mean, if they're in, like, okay, she was in the house. They were outside on the front porch or right Mm -hmm. off the front porch. So, like, isn't that enough room to be able to feel that, oh, that's some angel grace energy coming from this little... Or feel even a slightly different kind of grace, considering it's half human, half... Right. Then you should feel something even more powerful because they said it's more powerful. Right. Like, what when we have to deal with Lucifer's baby, are we going to be able to feel this energy and power from the baby? Right? That's a really good I question. Just, I didn't understand why they didn't I think know they that. Just, I think they just completely took Isham's word for it because at that point he never steered them the wrong way. That they know of. That they know. Well, that they know of. They didn't know. He could have been yeah. doing horrible things prior to and we don't know maybe we'll get some backstory on some of the other things he's done and reveal like that he wasn't a good angel this whole time and i think that's probably just something we're gonna have to assume and yeah uh she says every time she uses one of the angel spells her soul burns away which has now resulted in the loss of her eye or losing her eye and basically once it's gone she won't hurt anymore she or be human so, uh, and she says that if Isham, or if Dean confronts Isham, that Isham will kill Dean. He has no ties. He doesn't like humans in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we do get Dean back at the church, and Dean tells Cass the truth about him, um, what he'd heard about from Lily. I feel like when, you know, Lily told that to Sam, like, he's going to kill Dean, Sam was just kind of sitting there pondering and I, I think that was just to throw us off to make us, like, more stressed out and think, like, oh, is he going to come and help? Like, is it, where are they? Like, they need to come and help during this moment that Isham's about to kill Dean. But it was, like, Sam just was sitting there pondering. But, no, Sam's, he's up. He's gone. But they had to, I guess, make us guess. But it was, was kind of silly. And they obviously weren't too far away. Right. So it was a close proximity that they were able to get there and leave shortly like after low walk or something yeah yeah. um and Cass is weak from healing Isham and Isham's trying to lead Cass to believe that Dean is bad they're you know kind of trying to pit them against each other picking up on the fact that there was this bickering earlier Mm -hmm. and Ian and Isham and Cass are fighting uh and Isham ends up like going to Dean and Dean has the spell he's about to what what do they call that the um when he puts the blood and then the 
hand on the wall. Sigil? Sigil. He's about to do the sigil, and he says that that will push any angel away and could potentially hurt Cass. Yeah, because if he's so beat up at this point, he's, is he going to survive that? And so Dean sacrifices that, and then, of course, Sam and Lily come in and... Basically, you know, they're doing what they have to do for each other. Like we saw that in the last episode with Cass doing what he has to do to save his Winchesters. And Dean, you know, he's willing to possibly sacrifice himself to save Cass. You know? Which proves that even though he's mad at Cass for killing Billy. Well, he's not even necessarily mad. He's, he's not mad. He says worried. he's not mad. He's just worried about this cosmic consequence. Mm -hmm. He's worried about that. But even if he's upset about that, it doesn't negate the fact that he would still protect him and go up against whatever it is. Well, I think this moment kind of shined light on that, too, for himself, for Mm -hmm. Dean. I I agree. And they end up... uh, Isham kind of pushes them up against the wall, and this is when the fight between Isham and Lily happens. And... uh, Lily throws Isham against the wall and says she'll never be powerless again. Isham's about to kill Lily when Cass comes and he stabs him in the back, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Kind of sad that he stabs him in the back. But he had to. Mm-hmm. He knew what he did was wrong. He was able to realize that what Isham had done was wrong years ago and he shouldn't have just followed along just because he said so. And she looked scared too because she was trying to use this magic, this Enochian magic, and, and it, he was still pushing through. Mm-hmm. Um, Lily says revenge is all she's had for a hundred years. Which I feel like it's weird that she didn't want to just finish the job and kill Cass. Kill Cass too? At this point? I mean, I know he apologized and he ended up killing Isham, but doesn't she want to have that revenge? Like, he took that kill away from her. But Cass also wasn't the one that killed her daughter. Right. That all came down to Isham. Isham didn't need to do that, but he did. But she killed everybody else, too. She did. Because they were all, they were all a part of it. And I think maybe Cass apologizing and Cass killing one of his own maybe gave her a little bit of clarity to go, okay, I need to step back from this. I'm not saying she's not going to come back later and perhaps finish well, he, he her said, job. He's like welcoming it, mm-hmm. He says, if you have to do that, if you walk away from here and you do not feel... Like you forgive, can forgive me. Can, then he's, yeah, he understands mm-hmm. now that he knows the truth about what happened. Right. But I think he avenged a little bit her her daughter by killing, like I said, one of his own and someone that was so powerful. But wouldn't it be more satisfying for her to be able to kill Isham herself? Probably. But I guess maybe I think she it's felt more, like she was too weak. I think it's more poetic justice mm-hmm. that it required... One of his own. Like a brother to right. do it. And that knowing that Cass loved Isham... And this was going to be just as difficult. It was going to be even harder for him. You know, she didn't care whether she killed him or not. She didn't care whether she lived or not. But seeing Cass kill Isham was justice for her. Um, And yeah, Cass can't imagine the depth of her loss or her pain. And he'll be waiting if she needs to kill him. She says thank you and leaves. And Mm -hmm. uh, that's them. We see of her, Sam, Dean, and Cass are back at the bunker. 
And uh, it was a really sweet moment between the three of them too. It was them drinking, sitting there drinking a beer, and them telling like you know, Cass, you're not weak, you're no. strong, and you've changed for the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean's still worried about these cosmic consequences, which I wonder what they are. I know it's one of the big things looming over this entire season. And, and Lucifer's baby, and they're worried about this child that's fathered by an archangel. Hashtag slash the devil. And uh, mm. it's going to be even more powerful, this Nephilim. And uh, instead of having to go about and do it the way that they did it with May, they hope they can find a better way. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to want to kill the baby. The old cast would have just wanted to immediately take it out. But he's Now changed. he's changed. Do you think that Cass is conflicted in his head at all about... You know, the boys are like, you've changed for the better. You know, you're strong. You're not weak. Do you think he's conflicted with that? Do you think, is this for the better? Does he does he go through that kind of a thought in his head? Or do you think he's agreeing 100%? Yes, this has changed for the better. Oh, I, I think he's a little bit conflicted with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, I mean, he wants to do by right by what his rules are, yet it's a different a totally different playing field being on earth right and having to kind of go with the flow there and knowing that he's still helping he's still saving so many lives mm-hmm. but there are going to be sacrifices the same way that Sam and Dean sorry guys it's really hard to look at the chat I'm so sorry um, when we're trying to chat here and keep on task and I'm, I'm sorry guys I wish I wish we could pay more attention um, no because it's stupid Riverdale we don't get to we don't get to see the darn previews. Um, I do think that he's conflicted. I don't think that he's completely happy in what he's doing with on Earth. But I think, I think as time goes on, he does realize that he is helping mm-hmm. and doing the best he can, even though he's lost so many of his friends and so many of his alliances. And a lot of his views have changed. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different world for him. Yeah. Since we don't have a preview for next week, let's talk about some predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. We both said we went to the uh, CW website because they said it was on there, and there was no preview for next week yeah, on they there. They don't show it on don't you know, show after it. the show. They don't show it on the app yet. I'm sure it'll be uploaded by tomorrow. So you guys think that maybe they're going to depower the kid. Perhaps they'll raise it as a hunter or maybe get Mary or Rowena to do it, but they think Kelly will die in the process. Um, I th- I definitely think that Kelly's Kelly's not going to make it. She's going to die because this kid is going to be like the devil spawn coming out of her. Um, so she's, you think she's going to die like at birth? Mm-hmm. Or do you think maybe I think she'll she's gonna, live and the kid will be so like... I think she's going to die giving birth to it. It'll Remember when we had Lily back like... Oh my gosh, I can't remember what season seasons ago. Um, and she was like in a child's body and she was just controlling the family oh, or anything yeah. like that. Do you think we're going to see something like that? I, I, no, because I think she's going to kill it before the, it's as it's being born. But I yeah. like the idea that they raise it as a hunter, as a hunter and try to like, how do we depower it? But yeah, that's what I, I don't know. How do you depower that? Unless you, unless you I mean, it's all based on your circumstance. You can, you can adopt a child from somewhere or a dog, for that matter. But depending on what 
it came from doesn't always mean that it's going to learn or be trainable or anything like that. So they can try to raise this thing as a hunter. It doesn't mean it's going to work. It doesn't mean it's not going to be conflicted with right and wrong. Right. We also don't know how quickly it's going to age. Kind of like I keep bringing up the whole Twilight thing, the half vampire, half human. Like, the baby almost killed Bella, and then it came out. And I think it's going to be normal, and I think we're going to get the birth of this this baby beautiful angel child. at the very end. And I predict that next season's going to be about how crazy this little Nephilim is. It's going to look beautiful, but then going to be evil? Maybe. Okay. It's Lucifer's baby. So do you think we're going to be on the hunt for Kelly next week, or get a little bit of that? Or do you think that we'll get another, like, case... I think a little bit of both. We'll at least get a mention about looking for her and seeing where she is. But she's doing a good job hiding out right now. I'd like to get a check-in on Rowena. Yeah. Find out what she's going on, what's going on with her, Crowley. I think that uh, Rowena and Crowley will be back when we are trying to talk about... This baby? Yeah. Thank you, guys. I think you're right. Um, think God knows about Lucifer's child. I do not think that God knows about Lucifer's child. I, th- I still think God and uh, Mara are on their little sabbatical. Um, Is he just not paying attention? I have no idea, and I'm kind of wondering what's going on up there, but there's no God, right? Well, I mean, there's God, but that maybe he can go and still well, be aware of everything that's going on. At this point, they all feel betrayed by him up there. Yeah. You know, they're well, like, he doesn't. he's checked out, so... We don't even know what's going on. I mean, Mara... Could could Amara have killed God? I mean, I feel like it's possible. No, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think so, but it. I mean, we hope that she's changed for the better, believes him, and isn't. They're yin and yang, you know. They are, but she did a lot of damage. Yeah. Can but- you completely trust her? But she's going to be good. I think so. I think she had a lot of conflicting thoughts in her own mind. We we explored that with her. Rowena will be back next week. Great. Oh, where's this preview? I, love it. I know. Are you guys, is there a preview that we missed? Or do we have to like search for it online? Search for it online. Probably. We talk about it on Twitter. Okay. Great. Um, well, I think that's all we got for today, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, listening to our after show. Katie, where can everyone find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Instagram at Katie Campbell 13 and YouTube.com slash Katie Campbell online. And Sunday, 5 p.m., Vampire Diaries After Show. Another CW show. This is Lindsay here. You guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lindsay Wagner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. Or my blog, lindsaywagner.blogspot.com. Make sure to check out a bunch of the other AfterBuzz after shows. We do Riverdale. We do Sci-Fi the Magicians. We do all these fun shows. So check them out. And maybe you'll find something else that you kind of like and stuff. I, I've watched a little bit of the Magicians, and it's it's great. It's on Netflix right now, but it's on, it's on the Sci-Fi channel you want to get caught up or anything so along with vampire diaries all on yeah. netflix i'm i'm looking for a new netflix show i'm watching breaking bad right now Ooh. yeah all right you guys thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next week from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV.
Buzz you later. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.